Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Hunter here, uh, or as I will be going on the podcast as Black Machismo. And, and guys, welcome to our very first uh, currently untitled uh, wrestling podcast. Uh, I'm, as I mentioned, Black Machismo, and I'm here with OJ. OJ, my friend, how are you doing, sir? Fantastic. This morning, Black Machismo, and yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, we are missing the third member of our uh, quartet. Uh, Annie, we adore you. Uh, she will be joining us next week uh, for our Royal Rumble and uh, NXT TakeOver San Antonio reviews. But for today, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to break down both events, give uh, give our thoughts and uh, our predictions. Uh, so we will be watching the Rumble live uh, next year. Uh, next year, good God. A uh, little high, boys and girls. Uh, we'll be watching it uh, tomorrow and giving our thoughts next week. Um, so before I kind of get into our predictions, the WWE, in me and OJ, we've talked about this multiple times, it's, it's, the, it's like the worst relationship you can be in, where the person says, hey, I'm not going to cheat on you again. I've learned my lesson. Come on, baby, I love you. And they do the same shit over and over again. And that's been the last what, three Royal Rumbles where <laughs> where the fans have pretty much hijacked the Rumble and it just has led to a kind of eh WrestleMania for the most part, with the exception of WrestleMania 30 because Daniel Bryan winning the world title was great. But yeah. they did that kicking and screaming. So this Rumble, I will give them credit for at least this much. This is the first year in a while I don't know who's going to win. Yeah, and and that's something that uh, I was thinking to myself this morning when I was just kind of like just organizing my thoughts. Um, I really don't have a clear winner. I mean, I have a well, of course I have a pick, and I know you do too. But yeah. um, picks are one thing; knowing a clear winner is an entire another is is entirely another thing. I mean, we all know, you know, two years ago we knew Reigns was gonna win. Yep. You know, um, we knew. Um, Oh, gosh. Well, just pick a Rumble. You know, any of the ones that Stone Cold won, he knew he was going to win, you know, yeah. if you go back that far. But um, it's uh, like you knew Rey Mysterio was going to win. You know, you know they were riding the, uh, the death of Eddie Guerrero to the point that you knew Rey was going to win in 06. And, yeah. um, and it's really nice, though. It's really nice to not have that... Uh, expectation going in uh, this year. And, 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 you know, they keep, you know, they've been referencing the previous Rumble in San Antonio, you know, the, the 96 one, or 97, yeah. uh, said for the title. But they also don't bring up 10 years after that, the 2007 Rumble. The 2007 Rumble was in San Antonio, and that... Oh, that's right. ...was, and that came down. It came down to Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. And I just watched that Rumble match the other night. You know, just, So good. Yes. You had, what, ten, at least ten minutes of them back and forth, and you had no idea who was going to win. No idea yeah. at all. Like, it legitimately could have gone either way. Yeah, I I love that Rumble. I mean, that might be my favorite Rumble outside of the 92 Rumble. Because the 92 is my favorite as well. Yeah, 92 Rumble is just mwah. But, uh, but yeah, let's just kind of start here. Uh, we're going to end with the NXT TakeOver, because uh, I'll be honest, I'm a little more excited for TakeOver than I am for Rumble. But yeah, let's, 
But let's just kind of go down the card. So, God, Sasha Banks, she's been reduced to the kickoff show. That's kind of depressing. Um, well, was it two months ago she was main eventing a pay-per-view, and now she's... Okay, whatever. Uh, good job, WWE. Um, so we have uh, Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. Uh, I'm just going to say real quick, I think Nia Jax, since she's come up to the main roster, has been a bust. I have not given a shit about her character at all. I think they should have had kind of booked her more similar, uh, similarly to to someone like an Awesome Kong, but also Awesome Kong was more athletic. <laughs> and Nia Jax, I just... She does nothing for me. I, I, I just don't like her character. I don't like what she's been doing. Uh, Sasha Banks, God, I need to turn her heel. She's she's such a better bitch, and I mean that respectfully. Uh, just like Trish Stratus was a better heel, Sasha's a better heel. I hate the fact she's face, but... Uh, my prediction for this match, I think Nia's got it. I just think it's, uh, it's her first kind of big feud. I, I, I don't see them having Sasha win it this quickly. Maybe Sasha gets injured again and it sets up something at Mania. So, uh, yeah, I got Nia Jax. Uh, OJ, what about you, sir? And, you know, I think you're right. Um, I have to give it to Nia Jax just because um, I think – because she is a bust, and I think they're they're really trying to justify why they pulled her up when they really shouldn't have. I mean, I'll thank you. Um, and I think because of, uh, I think that since Sasha can have a good match with pretty much anyone, because um, yeah. I think she is that talented, um, I think they're going to use Sasha to give Nia Jax that good match to to give her some uh some momentum and and let's face it like if you do the david versus the david goliath sort of thing that you can easily make with these two given the size difference um sasha sells injuries just as good as she gets them in real life she's very true <laughs> and uh she i mean you know uh go back to hell in the cell go back to hell in the cell sold the injury like nobody's business. Like, I legitimately thought she was hurt for a moment and that match was being called off. Um, like, I, that, they had me on the hook there for a moment. Um, they could do something like that. Uh, they could do something like that tomorrow night for, for uh, Nia Jax. Give her that, that push that she's that, you know, that strong that she could put Sasha out of action for a while. Um, that being said, um, Nia Jax needs the win. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. win. Because um, all her squash matches are just that, squashes. Like, it, it doesn't do anything for her. Um, so, yeah, Nia Jax, that's what I got to. Okay. That, yeah, that, that's a good call. I mean, in WWE, I'll give you this for free. You're welcome. Have, have Nia Jax just work Sasha's neck mm -hmm. and her back, like, as, as much as you've pointed out how much she's gotten injured, and have her get stretched out. That would actually make a lot of sense. You can write her off TV for a couple months till Mania. Come on, WWE writers. You have twenty like twenty writers. I'm doing your job for you. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying, do that. But you know, you know, too, to piggyback on that real quick, if I could. Uh, yeah, of course. The um, saying about her being carried out, um, I think that Nia Jax needs to work her over after the bell. After the bell. Good call. That Good call. Like. Whatever finisher she does, because I can't really remember because her matches are so short. <laughs> Leg drop. Usually. Thank you. Right. Right. Yeah. You. But do that over and over again. Like keep ringing the bell. Have the referees come in. Try to pull her off. You know, make her be a monster. Um, that's the only way it's going to really work. 
the only way, in my opinion. Other than that, like, it becomes more of a bust for Nia Jax. But if they're going to do the injury angle, they need to do it like that. Like, any announcers, I, I, I'm going to say it now, they need to sell it like Sasha Banks just got murdered. Like, that's, that's how they have to sell it on, you know, for the people at home. Um, yeah. That, that, and I question whether or not they can do that right anymore. But I have, that's another thing for me to say, talk about another time. I haven't been a fan of the announcing lately, but. Yeah, let, let, just real quick to kind of piggyback off you now. Um, God, with all the announcers they have, you would think that some one, some of them would. I like Mark Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo actually, and I like uh, I like Corey Graves, and I like right. Aries, the few occasions he's out there. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Nia Jax, uh, we'll see. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, who, good God, have they buried the two of them uh, for the WWE Raw Tag Team Title. Um, titles, pardon me. Um, I'm just going to say right now, this is maybe the worst booking of two top-tier guys I've seen since the invasion when they booked DDP and just made him look like a buffoon. I fucking hated it because I was a huge DDP fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way they have booked Anderson Gallows is goddamn unforgivable. Like, they came in with all this momentum. They had a full packed arena chaining bullet club when they beat down the Usos and they didn't capitalize off that at all and, and formed the bullet, the, sorry, the club, pardon me. Um, I, I, I don't know what they're doing with these guys anymore. And, uh, what was, I think it was two weeks ago in raw, they quote won the raw tag titles. And then after, uh, a referee got knocked out and the second referee came and counted it and it made them look like faces and made uh, sympathetic. It made uh, Sheamus and Cesaro look like heels. Like I don't, I don't get who's booking this shit anymore. But uh, the big caveat for this match is there's going to be two referees, so nothing can go wrong, which just means something will. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus are going to win this, and it makes me sad because Cesaro should be on SmackDown, Sheamus should be on NXT or OVA, just not on WWE TV anymore. I'm so goddamn sick of Sheamus, but um, I, I would like Cesaro and Sheamus to lose. So in my heart, I'm going with the club, but in my head, I know that they're not going to take the titles off Cesaro and Sheamus because I like them together for some reason. So yeah, the club, I mean, I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus, pardon me. Um, yeah. Your, your thoughts, OJ. Well, you're right. It has been some of the most piss poor booking on her uh, team, and, and I can't remember how long as well. Um, if I, I want the club to win. Yeah. Um, I want the club to win so badly. It's not even funny. Um, I, <laughs> hey, man, you know me, man. I, I like those guys. That's like my favorite team on Raw. Probably oh yeah, my favorite team in all of WWE. Right neck and neck with uh, the team that you hate, the Revival, but. Um, Nonetheless, though, you know, Gallows and Anderson, if they lose, they need to go to SmackDown. I agree. And they need to go to SmackDown, and they need to reform the club with AJ Styles. Uh, Couldn't agree more. But that is going to lead into something that I'm going to talk about later um, as we move forward with another match, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to uh, I gotta give it to Cesaro and Sheamus, but uh, I'm gonna say that they're gonna cheat to win. I'm gonna really? call it because well, here's the thing: Cesaro is the face of the team. 
True. Sheamus is the heel of the team. Like, they clearly are in both of those roles. Like, Sheamus will do the dirty deeds to, you know, and, you know, no offense to Dean Ambrose's move there, but, uh, you know, um, you know, Sheamus will do anything underhanded to win. We've seen that. Like, that's what makes them such a dysfunctional tag team in a lot of ways on, uh, in that regard, um, because it's cost the matches before. And that's where, you know, they clearly have the role separation. So I think they're going to be running with this a bit longer than, uh, than we thought, or at least I thought. Um, I really didn't think they'd stick with those two as a team this long. But hey, uh, what do I know, right? I don't, I'm not paid to write this shit. I wish I was, though. God, you should be, man. We do. We both should be. We've already come up with two better ideas. And sorry. Anyways, um, so um, yeah, um, Cesaro on Chains. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um. Oh wow, they just added this match. Apparent. Okay. See, this is another thing. And God, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to turn to the me bitching about WWE podcast. But so you have a tag title match that's on the kickoff show, but then you have Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Natalia versus Becky Lynch, Nikki Bell, and Naomi, which was just thrown together. <laughs> and that's on the main show. I Sure, okay. Um, so, I'll just say, look, Becky Lynch, I I love her. Not just because of my love for redheads, but <laughs> I, I, I genuinely fucking love Becky Lynch. Uh, Nikki Bell, I can't stand. Uh, whatever. Naomi, great ass, but uh, I, I just don't think she's found her character yet. I agree. Like, like... Like she's real, like she's way too good in the ring. She's really athletic, and she just hasn't tapped into that character. She's like the black version of Kate, of uh, Glenn Jacobs, if you will. <laughs> she hasn't, you know, this is her Doctor Isaac Yankum right now. So maybe her next uh, persona will be her Kane. But uh, and then we got Alexa Bliss, who I'm a big fan of. Um, Mickey James, who <sighs> I love you, babe, has, and, and uh, has not missed a step. No, she has not, and and Natalia, who as annoying as she is, is pretty damn solid in the ring. So, I feel like just because Becky's been on a bit of a losing streak, uh, I feel like they're gonna give this match to the heels. And Mickey James just got back, so I don't. I think it's too early for her. Actually, it is too early for her to lose the match. So, I'll give this to Alexa, Mickey, and Natalia. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. I'm going to say Mickey will get the pin on Becky. That way you can have them branch out and get uh, Becky away from uh, Alexa because they built it up for Naomi to be her next challenger. So I think uh, Mickey gets the pin on Becky. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the heels in this one. Uh, OJ, what about you, sir? I am – I'm actually going with the faces. And uh, What? (laughs) I'm going with the faces, and here's why. I think uh, Naomi is going to get the pinfall on Alexa Bliss so that it gives um, their upcoming title match, when it does happen, some uh, validity to the chances that uh, Naomi could win, even though she won't. Okay. Um, so that's what I think. I think uh, Naomi is going to get the pin, and it's going to be, you know, she's going to have that reaction. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I pinned the champ, and that sort of thing. Um, that's what I personally see because – I, as it stands, I don't buy the match. Like, I don't buy the match. It seems way too predictable that Alexa Bliss would beat um, Naomi, and she would. And the thing is, too, Naomi is a natural. Like, yeah, she is. She's just a flat-out natural, and it's due to her, due to her athleticism. 
Um, but she's got good timing. She's got a lot, I mean, she's got a lot going for her. Um, but again, like you said, you know, she's uh, she doesn't have that character quite yet. But um, I mean, who knows? Who knows what the future would hold? I, I only think they're really testing the waters to see if uh, Naomi could really go in a pressure situation like that. Because I mean, the reason I mean, in my opinion. My personal opinion, I think yeah. Naomi lacks a certain charisma right now, and I think that's just due to her character. I literally think it's just due to her character. Um, I, I, it's just poor booking, poor booking, poor booking and writing. That's the best way to say it. Um, so I don't see her becoming the champ going into WrestleMania. Um, I see Alexa Bliss holding on to that, and uh, but to do so to, to defend the title the next month, against Naomi, they have to make the match believable. So I think Naomi pins Alexa Bliss, faces win. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, remember, I, I don't think people remember this, about, what, like, five, like, I think it was the SmackDown before TLC, mm-hmm. Naomi pinned Alexa Bliss, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? Because they just kind of made it like, oh, she pinned the champ, and then they never mentioned it again. So I, 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 I don't know. About that one. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, so... Um, what I will say, and man, WWE, because I know all the writers they have, maybe they should have, I don't know, a woman <laughs> writing for the women's division. And I feel like they, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, I feel like they don't have women writing for the women, which is why I think sometimes it does come off so uh, hooky. Um, but have women writing for them in general, actually. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, so I, that's it's junior, thing. though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, there you go. Um, moving on to a uh, Rich Swan versus Neville. This might be the match I'm the most. I, I'm very intrigued by this match because on one hand, I really I dig Rich Swan. I think he's scary, athletic in the ring. I think he's only going to get better. Um, I love that Neville looks like the uh, Snidely Whiplash version of himself now. <laughs> he just threw the. <laughs> He just he just grew the facial hair and became you know dark. Um, I, I I believe he's using a superplex now as his finisher, so he's not using the red arrows so people you know get all excited, which is a very heel thing to do, which I love. Um, I and I've loved. It. By the way, I like the fact WWE kind of pointed out that hey, we had Neville just sitting on the bench for six months while we've had this cruiserweight division. Oh yeah, we should probably get him involved in this, and he's been a big. Uh, a big talking point going forward. So, uh, I, I this is where I'm torn, OJ, because they already had TJ Perkins lose it, lose, become the first uh, cruiserweight, the f- f- quote first unquote uh, cruiserweight champion, and then he lost it to uh, Kendrick, and then Kendrick lost it to Swan. I feel like even though it hasn't been immediate, I feel like they've had too many title changes already. So I want Swan to hold on to it for that reason. But with that said, I'm a huge fan of Neville. So I'm going to go with what my gut's telling me. I think Neville's going to win it. I agree. Um, I agree because it had, there has been quite a few changes. And I think you know Neville's going to ride the, the train of, I'm going to bring stability to it. And... Uh, um, he is the shot in the arm the division's needed. He really is. 
Um, I, they tried with, in my personal opinion, they tried with Brian Kendrick or the Brian Kendrick um, to uh, to see if he could be the um, the heel of the division. And he kind of fell flat. I'm just going to say, a lot of his promos, like, I, I watched a couple of them, and I was just like, kid, even though you're not really a kid anymore, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, promos need work. Promos need work. And I'm not saying Neville is, like, the greatest promo guy ever, but Neville is a way better, you know, wrestler in the ring than Brian Kendrick is. And this heel run that he's been doing, just laying people out the way he has, it, it works because he's also yeah. bigger. He's way bigger than everybody else in the division too. Like if you look size wise, like look at his shoulders and his chest. He's like huge compared to the rest of these cruiserweights. And he just oh, in, oh I'm looking so but, uh, <laughs> that he uh you know can dominate them and, and take them down like that because he's bigger and stronger. Um, so I think uh, I think Neville wins, and I think Neville's going to hold that until at least SummerSlam. Wow, so you're on SummerSlam with it. Okay. Yep. Um, I will say for me, um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I think Neville has just looked so good in the ring, and I, I'm loving what he's doing so far. And I think him and Swan will have a great match. I, I, if it, I, I hope they give these guys at least ten minutes. I don't. I hope they don't old school divas book them and give them like three minutes. Like, oh, you're done. Like, I, I hope they give these guys ten fifteen to uh, put together a strong match but yeah we're both going Neville so yep. yeah I think that's a good call um and then we move on to Charlotte who I can't stand but I guess that says something about her that she makes me hate her uh uh Charlotte who's undefeated on pay-per-views which she just refused to fucking <laughs> just not mention every goddamn week uh versus my my my, my Bay uh, Bailey for the uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I'm gonna say something that I did not think I would say. Um, I hate this feud. I I truly hate this feud. Not because like these women are either of them bad in the ring. They're both freaking fantastic. But the way they've booked this mm-hmm. feud has been atrocious. And my 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 one of my last peeves, probably my biggest peeve in WWE in general, is how they book Stephanie McMahon to be pretty much a dictator, and she never gets comeuppance. I, I, I fucking hate that. I hate it so much. And it was funny that when she talked down to Bailey a couple weeks ago, Bailey's the first person who stood up to Stephanie in, what, since since Brie Bella, yeah, I think? I was going to say since Brie Bella. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And that was like, three years ago, I'm like, right. good God, I mean, she walks around slapping the men, she talks down, she talked down to Charlotte, like, six months ago, when she made uh, Flair cry, remember, on that Raw, she's like, how dare you talk to Nature Boy like that, you're pathetic, you're nothing, I'm like, that's your shit, really, <laughs> like, yeah. a heel fucking down, a heel. like, it's that booking that drives me insane, and it, it God, Stephanie needs to go, but anyways, so, looking at this match, I love Bailey. I think they've done a poor job booking her, uh, which again breaks my heart because she was so good in NXT and she can be great on Raw. It's just that they're booking her shitty. So I think it's too early for Bailey to win this title. I think they'll save it for Mania. So I got I got Charlotte in this. Unfortunately, uh, your thoughts, sir? Um, I agree with you on. Uh, I agree with you that it's going to be Charlotte. Um, you and I disagree about Charlotte quite often. We do. 
and, and you know, and I agree with you that Bailey's going to win it at Mania. Um, I really do. I it's Charlotte. Charlotte's my favorite. Uh, uh, my favorite woman on the roster. Um, I think you know, athleticism unparalleled. Um, a complete ring general, like complete ring general. Like I would love to see a. I could see her and Sasha down the road. Maybe even Bailey down the road. Hell, any of the four horsewomen down the road. Yeah. Um, do a sixty-minute Iron Woman match. I could easily see Charlotte being one of the two in that, and they would make it entertaining for sixty minutes, like Michaels and Brett did, because of Charlotte's conditioning. Like we've seen the longer matches go with Charlotte, and she's consistent from bell to bell, um, and she sells really well too. On top of it, so my, I think Charlotte's the best right now and keep the title on the best at least until WrestleMania. And uh but I think that undefeated uh pay per view record definitely ends there, but definitely not tomorrow night. So um I I'm going with Charlotte, but I'm going pinfall versus uh tap out. I don't think okay. I don't think Bailey's gonna tap out to the figure four. Or the other thing I can see them doing is uh, and this just hit me when I said that Bailey doesn't tap, but she passes out from the pain. Okay, I could see that. I could see that too. I could see Bailey just passing right out. Not, I mean, after a long bout in the figure four to the figure eight. But uh, um, yeah, you know what? I'm changing my prediction. I'm going with that. I'm saying Charlotte over Bailey via the figure eight, but um, Bailey doesn't tap; she passes out. Okay, fair enough. Um... And I got Charlotte too. And then we move on. There's no, there's no point of dragging this out. Jericho reigns for the Universal Ugly Looking Championship. <laughs> our, our wonderful United States Champion Jericho, Chris Jericho, will be suspended above the ring in a Shark Tank. Reigns is winning. Let's just, let's just I'm just cutting to the chase. It, it breaks my heart to say it because Roman Wayne, Roman Wayne's, uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns. Winning, being the champion again, just makes me sad. Um, but I gotta be honest, they've booked Kevin Owens to look so weak. I mean, I know he's supposed to be the cowardly heel, but he hasn't looked. I mean, this past Raw, a couple weeks ago in Raw, when he power bombed Reigns through the announcers table, that's the first time I've gotten glimpses of that old school Kevin Owens that we've seen in probably about six months. Mm-hmm. So it, so I maybe him losing the title is going to be good for him, so he can kind of get back to that ruthless, kind of ruthless aggression character. But, yeah, Reigns wins this. Uh, I think Jericho will try to drop some foreign object down to the ring, and it will distract Owens or something like that, which leads to Reigns winning, and then that can set up Jericho Owens at Mania for the United States title. But, yeah, I got Reigns, unfortunately. Uh, what about you, OJ? I... I definitely see your point, and it would break my heart to see Reigns win as well. Um, but there's one factor um, about this match that you didn't mention that I'd like to touch on, is that it's Please. no DQ. Did they announce that? Yes. I, I was not aware of that. No hmm. DQ. Um, which makes me think... Well, makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It, that, uh, makes me think that Owens can win. Um I would much rather see Owens and Jericho at Mania for the Universal title. And that leads into, again, something else I'll mention later on. Um, 
but man, I tell you, I it's it's so far up in the air because the only thing I can't think of is who. Do, and let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let let's say Reigns does win. Yeah. Who do you book him against at Mania? Well, you would book him against my Royal Rumble pick, which I'll get into. Indeed. Okay. Um, You're torn on this. I love this. It's a spin. I'm really torn, man. I love KO. I love KO. Um, He's been booked pretty cowardly, yes. Um, Looked booked pretty weak as well. And I think it's just, I think a lot of that has to do with the way he won the title, because, you know, if it wasn't for Triple H, he wouldn't have won, and all of this stuff, and that's why we have the Rollins and uh, uh, the Rollins and Triple H feud right now, because of his Rollins that got screwed over. But... <sighs> Reigns dropping the U.S. title seemed like a pretty clear picture to me. Yeah. But, uh... Come on, man. I know, I know. I want KO, but I gotta go with Reigns, just because... Uh, just because Vince is not done shoving him down our collective throats. So... Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go with Reigns. As much as it pains me to say, uh... I love KO. I'd rather have, uh... Rather have that be for uh, yeah Universal Title at WrestleMania, but anyway, yeah Reigns. I, I would say I'd see KO win, but yeah, Reigns. Yeah, again, it brings me no pleasure to say it either. Uh, speaking of no pleasure, we get to uh, probably the prediction that will hurt me the most. It's gonna be the champ who runs the camp, AJ Styles, my personal favorite wrestler right now. I'm applauding for again. him. Against against uh, one of my least favorite wrestlers of all time, <laughs> John Cena, uh, for the WWE Championship, uh, the world title that doesn't look shitty. Um, so we, <laughs> so we, uh, so look, Styles beat Cena at Money in the Bank. I don't care how he did it; it goes down as a win. He beat Styles at SummerSlam, which probably is the closest wrestling to make me come to crying recently because <laughs> I was so happy. And that was this is, too. That was a clean win. It was a clean win. It was a Hey, ref didn't see the win money in the bank. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's clean. Well, but, but no, no, SummerSlam. That was a clean win for Styles. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and I, what can I say? I'd love to see AJ Styles beat up John Cena, but, uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, I think the party ends at Royal Rumble. I think... Uh, I think Cena's going to win the title. I'm going to be really upset about it. And then I I completely subscribe uh, to your prediction for uh, for the Elimination Chamber or whatever the next paper, SmackDown pay-per-view is. Uh, Styles wins it back and Cena wins at Mania. I, 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 just, I think WWE would be dumb enough to do that booking <laughs> just so that Cena can have his big moment at Mania and it cuts to black, so... Yeah, I, C- Cena, damn it, Cena wins it. Your thoughts, sir? Well, I've been waiting to talk about this match. I decided to talk about this match. Yeah. And this is my prediction. Talk to me. Buckle down, because this is where I get a little crazy with it. Okay. 
Styles wins. Styles wins, but he doesn't win clean. Okay. This is where you see the debut of Kenny Omega. I'm calling it, man. Omega shows up. One-winged angel to Cena. He pulls Styles on top of uh, on top of Cena for the one, two, three. And when Omega is helping Styles up, you're going to see Anderson and Gallows come down. And I'm going to say that they're going to basically say that the club is reunited and expanding. And you're going to see that be the setup for Mania for Cena and Omega. That is what I'm calling. I'm flat out calling my shot right now. Then that's the finish, too. Um, Styles is going to be down and out. Omega's going to show up, do his thing, help Styles for the one, two, three. Boom. Interesting. Hmm. I'm. Hmm. I will say that it's bold. <laughs> that is very bold. Uh, and it wasn't, man, but that's, that's what I really think is going to happen. Because if I can, I need just a couple minutes on this. Yeah, yeah go ahead. This whole hype about Kenny Omega, and I watched the uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 match, and the match... I did, I did too. Yeah, and you and I agree, that's... who man, that was such a good match. Incredible. A good match. Um, the talk and the trolling about Kenny Omega coming over to WWE is the same exact bullshit stuff they did a year ago with AJ Styles. And they're doing it to us again this year. I mean, TNA, TNA went so far for though. Okay, so let me backtrack a little bit here. For those who don't know some of the of how AJ Styles came over to WWE, this is how this pretty much goes. AJ Styles leaves TNA, goes to New Japan, successful right out of the gate. Well, yeah. where everything gets a little bit convoluted. According to TNA, according to Dixie Carter, Styles signed a new contract to come back to TNA. But all of a sudden, we see Styles at the Royal Rumble. And there was lead-up to that, people flat out saying that AJ Styles was going to debut at the Royal Rumble. I heard back and forth, back and forth, and then boom, Styles shows up. Like, there was the rumor, but it was just, it, when he showed up, it, it uh, basically validated this gigantic troll job that was going on. And they're doing it to us again this year. And John Cena's even in on it. Did you see what he put on Instagram? Yes, I saw. Like, flat out, flat out trolling people with the Kenny Omega references. Like, if, and with Kenny Omega flat out coming out saying that the other day that he's going to go back to New Japan... Here's where I don't buy that. It was okay. follow-up, what he said after that. He said, I'm going to go back in February and negotiate a new deal. If that's the truth and no deal's in place, he shows up tomorrow night and that this is a giant work. Like, yeah, that's, and that's what I think is happening. Um, I, think, I think they're going to throw dollar signs at him. I think he's going to sign going strictly off of the success AJ Styles has had in his first year. Because for once, aside from a few miscues, they have booked AJ Styles really well. And they've made him look good 
He looks great with that title around him. He does the heel champ so well. And it's he's had he's had it for more than a month, which I was shocked at. I was genuinely shocked at because Vince has always liked his own creations versus bringing different talent in. And, Very true. But they haven't done that to Styles. They've given him a good run so far, and uh, he's put on quality after quality after quality match, even with guys that you could not. Put that good of a quality match on. Because let's face it, the only really good match that Roman Reigns has had is yep. defended the title against AJ Styles back at, what was that? Uh, Extreme Rules, and uh, I think it was Payback or after that? Yes. Yes. On both of yep. those. Because Styles made him look good. And yep. Omega is that similar talent right now. And he's riding such a wave that I think that the dangling carrot of, hey, look what we did with AJ Styles, would bring him in. So interesting. That is where my logic is based. And fans want to see Omega and Cena since Omega trash talks Cena. And that, that, that's true. And why not make that happen at WrestleMania? And here's and here's another thing I'm going to go with, and this will, of course, lead into what we talk about next a little bit. But remember the big deal that WWE um, uh, made about uh, Goldberg and Lesnar going into Survivor Series? This is fantasy warfare come to life. They can use that exact same thing going into WrestleMania. And this time around, of course, it'll last longer than a minute, 26 seconds, but... <laughs> this time around, they have two guys that can put on great matches, and I know you. And I know you can't stand John Cena, and I can't either. And here's why I can't stand John Cena. And I'm going to sum it up very shortly. He can work so well, but 90 percent of the time he chooses not to. And if yep. you want proof, go back to his debut with Kurt Angle. Those matches, those what was it? It was three they did on Smack. Was it two or three they did on SmackDown? I think it was three. I feel like they were all fantastic. Every yeah, and John Cena worked his ass off, and and that's when I saw him. I go, oh man, if this guy's coming in, he's going to be damn good. And of course, he went did the Hogan route with you know having the move sets and everything, but. I can see Cena pulling out some of that old stuff. And he he's done it a few times over the years. He's done it a few times over the years. But he does not do it that often anymore. And I could see them doing you know, pulling the roof off the joint um, at WrestleMania if they do it right. But they've got to get Omega in. And I'm saying he's in. And I'm saying he debuts tomorrow night. Alright, fair, fair enough. And... On to the main event, to quote Vince McMahon, it's the Royal Rumble match itself. Uh, 30 sweaty, oiled-up men uh, fighting for the opportunity to main event WrestleMania. Um, look, so this, like, like we said, this is the first Rumble in years that we can't legitimately call. But the more I thought about it, I went, I can call this, because what is... Because I think we would both agree that SmackDown has been booked a lot better than Raw. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think in that same spirit, I think Raw is going to set their main event early and try to justify it to their fans. So, 
with Roman Reigns winning the Universal title earlier in the night, who else could he fight but Braun Strowman? I'm telling you, I think Strowman's winning it. It brings me no joy to say that. <laughs> it actually makes me really sad to say that, because you thought Triple H Reigns bad, Strowman Reigns would... Oh, God, even just thinking about it. It would be Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez bad. Um... I think the match would suck ass through a straw, but I think that's the match they're going to go with. So I think Strowman, um, I think they'll make a statement. I think they'll have Strowman eliminate Taker last, to be totally honest. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Strowman. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Again, I'm not happy about it, but. Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, that's that's an interesting call. So my original prediction was that because of going back to the Universal title match um, for just a brief second, my original pick was KO wins because it's no DQ, Um, which leads me to my Royal Rumble pick, and I was going to go with Jericho. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with Jericho on the sole fact that I could see them, and to me, this would be hilarious. I could see Jericho spending the majority of the Rumble match in the shark cage again above the ring to come down at the very end, fresh as a daisy, eliminate someone and win, and then have the build-up to WrestleMania be Kevin Owens and Jericho. Um, and, of course, Kevin Owens is going, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, main event WrestleMania with my best friend. This is what best friends should do. And, you know, he's going to lay down for me, and I'm going to keep the Universal title and then you're going to see Jericho go, no, I'm not. Yeah. This is the main event of WrestleMania. Nobody lays down for the main event of WrestleMania. And then I say you see a Jericho face turn. Um, okay. With actually Kevin Owens retaining at WrestleMania because, for a few reasons, because Kevin Owens should have retained the Intercontinental title in the ladder match last year. And... Kevin Owens being the younger guy needing to win over a legend more would need to retain at WrestleMania I, over over Jericho. I agree with that. Um, Nonwithstanding, though, I'm having a hard time as as I mentioned earlier. I'm having a hard, hard time saying Reigns won't win. Like that's what's been hard for me, and I because I'm a big KO fan, big KO fan. Um. But if Reigns wins, that means I don't think Jericho would win the Rumble. Even though I think that would be hilarious, again, to see Jericho in the cage for most of the Rumbles. Um, before I get into my prediction, I think Sami Zayn's going to last the longest. Okay. I think Sami Zayn is going to be... Pre- I could see Zayn getting number one. I don't think they'll give him number one. I think he'll be in the first five, but I'll see him. I could see Zane being one of the last four. Okay. Especially if Strowman's going to be one of the last four. Uh, That's fair. I think... Oh, man. Like... <laughs> I mean, there's, it gets, there's no one really clear... I, part of me wants to say The Miz because Miz has been riding such a uh, a high lately, um, not just in his uh, promos, which have gotten immensely better, 
Yes, they have. But his in-ring work, too. And his look. And all of it. It's finally... The Miz character, in my opinion, has finally been fleshed out to its full potential. For the most part. Um, I think him winning the world title is an inevitability. Um, and Miz was originally my backup pick because he's been riding such a high. And I think that would be a great thing for him to rub in Daniel Bryan's face leading into WrestleMania. Like, I won the Rumble. da 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 You know, like... That's fair. You know, doing that whole thing. Um, a lot of people have been saying Undertaker because a lot of people... There was that whole big rumor about Cena and Undertaker this year, which I guess is off. I'm saying Taker enters 30th. I'm saying he doesn't... I, I mean, again, I don't know, man. Like, there's so much that I want to see versus what I think I'll see, and that's what's hard <laughs> me to pin down. Because I yeah. still see... I want to see what I mentioned to you the other day before we, uh, you know, what I mentioned to you the other day before we uh, were getting everything ready for this. Um, the rumor about Sting showing up for to be in the same ring with Undertaker since he can't really work a match. Um, both men have to be in late because I question. Okay, I'm going to say this too. Undertaker looked like the most out of shape he's been in a while when he was on Raw the other night. Like. Dead man had a gut on him. I'm just saying. And um, I don't think he's going to win. I really don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to enter 30th, but I don't think he's going to win. I don't think Goldberg is going to win. I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to win. None of those guys need the Rumble win. None of them do. Um, All of them except Goldberg have won the Rumble. Um, I say it has to go to someone else. Um, that's why I question whether or not it has to be a SmackDown guy because they have the there's too many like legends popping around on Raw right now and uh, I think it has to be a SmackDown guy someone with youth and vigor and all that good shit and <laughs> it's who are you going with man I gotta go with uh, I'm gonna go with Miz I'm gonna go with Miz. Yeah. We go with Miz. Okay. We go with Miz, and uh, because I don't think anyone will see that coming either. Everyone's so focused on Lesnar, Taker, Goldberg, all of that that I think uh, that I think yeah, it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be someone they don't see coming as Miz. And Miz could use it. Miz could really use it. So um, yeah, just better not be Dolph Ziggler. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move uh, on to TakeOver San Antonio real quick and uh, quickly go through our predictions here. Um, I'll just say this is the most underwhelming card for it, for an NXT TakeOver. It, it's, I think it's by far the most underwhelming card. And yet, still, I think that uh, the NXT title match will be better than at least the Raw Universal Championship. won't be better than the WWE title, but these TakeOver shows have just been for lack of a better term, bitch-slapping the main Mm -hmm. pay-per-view shows pretty much across the board, uh, especially last year's for Mania. Oh, my God, it wasn't even a contest. Uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas might be my favorite TakeOver they've done. But anyway, so uh, we've got Roderick Strong, the Messiah of the Backbreaker. Fucking love that dude. Versus uh, Andrade Cien almost. I can't stand that dude. I'm going to Roderick Strong. (laughs) Roderick Strong, me too. Yeah, can't can't stand uh, almost. I I I don't think he's 
a great worker. I like the fact they turned him heel. But I feel like Roderick Strong's heel, so I don't know like what they're kind of doing here, but that's fine, whatever. Um, yeah, Roderick Strong's an amazing worker. Uh, has been all over the world. I love his stuff in ROH and TNA. When he's in the X Division, I love Roderick Strong, so I think he's got this. Um, we've got uh, EY, Eric Young, uh, the leader of Sanity, versus a guy who's really grown on me, uh, the Perfect Ten, Ty, Til- the Ty Dillinger. Um, this is probably the easiest match to call. I think they're playing off the whole Dillinger, uh, kind of similar to what they did with Jericho when he was going for the WCW title during the invasion. Like, he can't win the big match. You know, so I think they're building off that storyline quite a bit. So I feel like uh, Young's got it, uh, and they'll probably build. They'll probably have this uh, conclude at a takeover Orlando. So uh, I've got EY. Uh, what about you, OJ? I've got EY too. Um, I don't like Ty Dillinger. I am unimpressed with Ty Dillinger. I don't like his look. I don't like his gimmick. I don't like any of it. Um, Damn. <laughs> no, I really don't. I really do not like him. I find him annoying as hell in the ring. Um, Bobby Roode made him look okay, but Bobby Roode also carried that match. Um, and Eric Young is a guy that can carry a match. And Eric Young, Eric Young, I think, needs it more than uh, Ty Dillinger because there hasn't been that scare factor of a threat since the Wyatts were in NXT. And, um, and I think that has to be um, Eric Young's group. Uh, is it Sanity or Insanity? Uh, it's Sanity. Sanity. Okay. Um, I mean, I've watched them do their thing, and that girl is nuttier than she that, that girl is crazy. Uh, some of the things that I see her do, like, after the bell, I'm just like, damn, that's some... That's, uh, that's crazy. Um, nonetheless... I think they need to really establish that and need to make it firm that Eric Young is that madman of NXT right now. And um, dismantling a fan favorite like Ty Dillinger is the way to do it. Um, but I will say, I do see, uh, I'm going to say this right now, Ty Dillinger is going to be in the Royal Rumble match and he's going to come in at number 10 and the fans will go crazy. He won't last long, but he'll be number 10, I'm just saying. Um, Interesting, okay. Um, because hey, there's still eight open spots in the Rumble. But, True. Um, and I'd like to touch on that at the very end if I could for a moment. But, uh, uh, yeah, Eric Young all day. Okay, fair enough. Um, we have, this is interesting. We have a fatal four-way for the NXT women's title. We've got Peyton Royce versus Nikki Cross, uh, the, cra- the crazy one, as you put it, versus uh, Billy Kay versus Asuka. Uh, we keep in mind Asuka has not been pinned yet. Um, I feel feel like this is the best opportunity to get the title off her and then you can maybe have her against Ember Moon at Orlando that takeover which is what I feel like they're building towards but I feel like it needs to be for the title so this is why I'm kind of torn I I'm gonna go Asuka but it's very hesitant. If she doesn't win, it's going to be Nikki Cross. I know it's totally cheating because I'm kind of double-picking, but I will say Asuka with my heart, but Nikki Cross with my... Uh, actually, Asuka with my head, Nikki Cross with my heart is what I'll say. Uh, what about you? Uh, you know, I'm going Asuka as well because I think... Um, and I agree. I think it needs to be 
I think she needs to drop the Ember Moon. I think she needs to drop it the night before WrestleMania. Um, actually, I think that match needs to be held at WrestleMania, so that's me talking. Um, Asuka, yeah, needs to drop it at Mania, and then, of course, make their way up to the main uh, roster. Um, so she needs to look unstoppable now. And the only way to do that is to beat three other people at the same time. And I think she beats somebody other than Nikki Cross. Um, I think Nikki Cross is going to be the first challenger to Ember Moon when Ember Moon eventually wins the NXT Women's Championship. I agree. Um, so I think I think Nikki Cross is going to have a hell of a showing, um, but Asuka is still going to win, and she's going to ride that overconfidence into uh, uh, into Orlando and uh, drop the title then. Um, but yeah, Asuka, Asuka tonight, absolutely. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, we move on to the Authors of Pain versus my favorite tag team, which is better than the Revival, uh, Gargano and Achapa. Um, I Johnny Wrestling, uh, he he he's a man crush. I fucking love Johnny Wrestling. That guy, he you know, as the as the old wrestling term says, you know, he can sell like Ricky Morton. I fucking love uh, Gargano so much. Uh, the match him and Champa had uh, during the Cruiserweight Classic is still one of the best matches I've seen in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe how good that match was. The Authors of Pain, they're just two big dudes who just, yeah, they're, 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 this, they're the millennials version of three-minute warning. Like, I just, I'm not very impressed with them. I think, or, I think they're okay, but, you know, eh. Um, they haven't lost yet. I don't think this is where they lose. Honestly, unfortunately, uh, I hate getting the titles off Gargano and Ciampa this quickly, but I think you do maybe, uh, I think you do a rematch at uh, TakeOver Orlando, maybe something that uh, lends itself more to Gargano and Ciampa's strengths, maybe a ladder match, just so there's that uncertainty, but uh, yeah, Authors of Pain, I think, will dethrone a uh, DIY and become the new uh, NXT Tag Champs. Uh, OJ? Um, I half agree. Um, I think Authors of Pain win, but I don't think they win the titles. I think they win um, I think they win by count out or something where DIY looks weak but maintains the titles. Um, hmm. The only reason I say it, I think it's way too soon to take the tag titles off of them. I agree. But here's the other thing that I'm going to toss out there. Clearly, even though you don't like them, the revival is going up. Um, I think that DIY needs to go up sooner rather than later. And the reason is that I think both tag divisions on Raw and SmackDown are abysmal. Um, They have talent, but they don't use it. And I think if you bring in guys like the revival and DIY... Because those are two teams that honestly need to just work together forever. Like, they're, the chemistry that those those two particular teams have with each other uh, is very reminiscent of the Rockers and the Brain Busters from 89. Uh, um, that chemistry there was just off the charts. Um, and it is here, too. That being said, Authors of Pain... You know, this match tailors DIY in a lot of ways in terms of how, they, how they're going to look. Because, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, he always said that, like, you know, 
he does better against bigger guys because he knows how to sell and everything like that. And DIY can do that. Um, DIY can make the authors of pain look really strong. It's going to look good for them no matter what. But I think... True. Um, and by the way, since when did Paul Ellering need a job? Because why, why the hell is he managing these guys? I'm just saying. I mean, no, no disrespect to Paul Ellering. Great manager, great talker back in the day. But why does he feel the need to, like, get back into the thick of it? Like, is he broke? Does he need money? Like, go start a GoFundMe, dude. Don't manage the Authors of Pain. The Authors of Pain, yes, they won that tournament. All they did was just look big and do big guy moves. And you're right. They're very underwhelming. Like, I kind of liked them at first, and I went back, watched a few more matches. Meh. I say they win the match, but they don't win the titles, and I think that happens at um, I think that happens uh, the night before WrestleMania. Fair enough. Okay, um, and now we are on to the glorious main event. We have Bobby Roode, who I've been a fan of since he was on Team Canada. I'm a huge fan of Bobby Roode uh, versus the king of motherfucking strong style, and I think he has earned the motherfucking in-between king and strong style, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, this match is interesting, because in my heart, I want Nakamura to go to SmackDown, get called up, and fight AJ Styles. If Styles loses the, well, win, he loses the championship, that should be his mania match if it's not for the title. It should be him, Nakamura. That would be brilliant. Uh, it would be a nice little way for WWE to stick it to New Japan because they're clearly out to do that now. Um, yeah, it would be great. So I think Nakamura. So this is where I'm torn because the rumors I we've I think I told you too is that it's going to be uh, Chris Hero, aka Cassius Ono, Nakamura at uh, Takeover Orlando. <laughs> but who's to say? that they don't do with uh, Nakamura what they did with Sami Zayn, where he worked Dallas, NXT TakeOver Dallas, and he was in the uh, money uh, in the six-man uh, IC title ladder match the next night. So so I could see Nakamura legit losing it to Rude. Maybe they do a rematch at TakeOver, or they do a triple threat, which I would also be down for. And then we get... Um, then we get Nakamura, who gets called up maybe mid-February. Uh, he starts a feud with Styles, and then you have that match at... That would be a hell of a weekend for Nakamura, goddamn. Um, so, I, I, I'm going rude. I'm hesitant to, just because Nakamura just won the title back, but I think it's rude's time. I think they're going to slowly start building Roderick Strong up probably to be that next big face mm -hmm. if it's not Dillinger, and he'll kind of slide into Nakamura's spot uh, as dirty as that just sounded. Uh, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bobby Roode in this one. Uh, OJ? I got to go with Bobby Roode too, man. Um, Bobby Roode is the champion that NXT needs. Um, no disrespect to Nakamura. He was the champ they needed at the same time when they needed it. Um, they... It, it, to me, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, Kevin Owens was a great NXT champion. Uh, he held that belt like, you know, 
Like, nobody is taking this off of me. And he looked good while he had it because of what he did to Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Um, and then, of course, Finn Balor. Yes, sir. Finn Balor, arguably the greatest NXT champ that there has been to date. Um, I, I challenge anyone to make that, uh, to make that claim. Uh, or to, to disregard that claim, I should say. Um, and he was the champ they needed then. And, of course, you know, handing it out to Shinsuke Nakamura. Not, and, it, and the thing is, too, it's like it's just two totally different, uh, two totally different styles. I mean, Simone, I mean, it's worked so well who they've had the NXT champion. They all look great doing it. And Nakamura is needed on the main roster. He's needed on the main roster. Yes, he is. Um, the only thing is, if he loses, if he loses tonight, he'll probably get the rematch the night before WrestleMania, which, of course, he'd have to lose that too. Um, I could see him pulling double duty, like you mentioned. But it also feels so. It also feels too soon. It feels way too soon since he just got it back from Samoa Joe. Which, by the way, Samoa Joe debuts tomorrow night. I'm just saying that right now. He okay. He has to. Um, I see Samoa Joe eliminating either Goldberg or Lesnar. He's gonna be. He's gonna do that. Interesting. But. Uh, How long has this been of a reign for Nakamura since he won it back from uh, Samoa Joe? It's been, what, like a month, month and a half? Yeah, about a month and a half, I believe. It, it feels too soon to lose it, but Bobby Roode's been on such a roll. Bobby Roode needs to... He has that arrogance that that is needed right now, like for NXT. Like, you've had the face champ for a while... You've had, you know, the battle with the sea monster, because that's what Samoa Joe is, is a <laughs> monster. Shit, man, some of the Kraken will kill you. Um, Seriously. <laughs> dude, he will, too, man. Um, nonetheless, nonetheless, um, I got Bobby Roode all day. It's Bobby Roode's time. Um, Bobby Roode needs to come up to the main roster, too. <laughs> like, that yes, he does. That happened. Um, but, yeah, uh, Bobby Roode all the way. And that's going to make for some interesting NXT matches because I see uh, I see him and Dillinger having a rematch here and there while uh, Bobby Roode's NXT champion. But uh, yeah, man, got to go with Bobby Roode, and it will be glorious. I, I God help me, I hope so. Um, so guys, thank you so much for listening, James. You said you had one last thing you wanted to go and discuss, I believe, about the Rumble. Yeah, real quick. I just want to talk with you real quick about. You know, there's eight open spots. Give me some surprises. Ooh. Uh, the only guy... So this is... I mean, it's a, it's such a long shot, but I think it will be very telling because if we get... Okay, th- th- this is what I'll say in a perfect world. In a perfect world, maybe Rusev gets to a point where he's knocked out like three or four guys and he's in the ring by himself. Uh, buzzer goes off, Kurt Angle comes out. I would love to see Angle and Rusev just in the ring against each other. Uh, or Angle-Lesnar. That would be 
that would be fucking I'd be okay with that. Um but but one of those two scenarios. So I think Angle could be a huge surprise. I also think that it'll be very telling if Reigns wins or if Owens wins because if Owens retains Jericho could win the title, uh could Jericho could win the uh, Rumble or we get Balor back. And here's my other crazy thing. If they had Reigns win tomorrow, win the title, Balor wins the Rumble, you do you do the turn at Mania. You have Reigns, like, low blow uh, Balor when he's on the top rope or something like that. And then Superman punch him, spear him. And that, that solidifies the Reigns heel turn, which they fucking need to do. If they'd done this last year like they should have, then maybe the fans would have been on Reigns' side by now instead of WWE saying, no, Reigns is face, he's face, he's not face. Right. Like, he gets... Uh, but... So, uh, Angle, I think, would be a cool surprise. Um, who knows? Maybe Kenny Omega debuts in the Rumble, like, you know, tomorrow night. I, I mean... I think he shows up during the Styles uh, Cena match, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but who's to say he doesn't debut? Make, like, make his actual ring, in-ring debut. Yeah. I mean... Fair. So, it, it, it's... The, <sighs> There just aren't enough guys I can think of that are, um, uh, that are, um, free agents that I can just think off the top of my head, oh yeah, they could show up, they could show up. Uh, I believe Adam Cole still has a couple months left on his, uh, ROH deal, which would be fantastic if somehow Adam Cole debuted, because I fucking love Adam Cole, uh, then that would just lead Creedence to the Bullet Club reforming, but, uh, I think Angle would be awesome, um, Balor, Again, I'm shooting for so uh, I think you're right. I think Joe's definitely debuting. I don't think there's any way around that. Um, so I think Joe's for sure. Bowers, uh, maybe Angle's a long shot. So there's just a couple for me. But uh, what about you, sir? Um, I, I'm saying we're gonna get Sting. I say we're gonna get Sting just so we can have him and Undertaker, just so that they can. It, it'll make the fans keep quiet about it now. Um, you know, just to say that you saw Sting and Undertaker in the same ring. Um, so I think you'll have that. Sting can do some punches and some kicks and safely get eliminated. I mean, you see guys, you know, you see big guys who will hook the top rope and they get clotheslined over and they can land on their feet. Undertaker is the, arguably the best at it. True. <laughs> so, I mean, if Sting can do that, his neck will be okay. Um, I'd like to see the Stinger do that just for his own sake because he's the one who's wanted the match. He is the one who says that that's the one thing he's wanted. And for someone who did the job to Triple H, and let's be honest, did not need to do the job to Triple H. Like, Sting deserved way better for his run in WWE. Um, yeah. Had he not got hurt, I probably would have booked Sting beating Seth Rollins and dropping the title in a month just to say that Sting was WWE champion once. Um, nonetheless, though, even though he's retired, I think we're going to see him and Undertaker square off for two minutes. Um, I think we're going to see Samoa Joe. I would really love to see Finn Balor. In my, my, in my perfect world, um, at WrestleMania, you see, um, uh, you see the demon versus the dead man. Um, I'd love to see Undertaker. Mm. Um, oh, okay, I'd be down for that. Yeah, um, because Finn Balor is small and fast, 
Undertaker doesn't have to do much to make the match look good. Balor has to carry it. But Balor also has to win. I agree. But that's another thing. Um, in terms of other surprises, um, I'd love to see Kurt Angle. Um, I, I'd like to see it happen. I question whether it will. I mean, I think it's a long shot, like you said. Um, but I can see that happening. Um, the problem is, like you mentioned, there's a lot of open, you know, a lot of open spots. Not too many free agents running right now. Um, I could picture them pulling some stupid shit like they did a few. I can't remember what year it was when JBL was doing commentary and then. Oh God, yeah. I could see them pulling some stupid shit like that again. <laughs> um. Part of me wants to see Drew Carey. Just gonna say, oh God, I'd love to see Drew Carey one more time and just to have Kane look at him, and just be like, really. <laughs> and then Drew Carey eliminate himself by diving over the top rope. Um, but yeah, uh, that's fair. But yeah, I think this is definitely uh, Samoa Joe's uh, time to come up. I personally think we're going to see more NXT uh, people in the Rumble this year than anticipated. Um, I think you're going to see, like I mentioned, I think you're going to see um, Ty Dillinger enter in at number 10 because of that whole 10 thing. Uh, I think you're going to see, um, I could see, and no, okay, here's one for you. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. ABL has gone on saying he wants to see him debut in the Rumble, or at least be in the match, I do too. I do too. Even if he even if he loses the NXT title the night before, um, I want to see him in the match. Um, I think he would definitely benefit from it. Um, but yeah, um, that's just where I stand on that. I think it's going to be interesting on the surprises this year, though, without a doubt. I mean, oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash will be in there too. During a spot, and I'm calling this spot right now, too. You heard it here from me. All right. Goldberg is going to be at one point in the match alone. Hmm, okay. And Kevin Nash, the guy who ended his streak, is going to come out next. They're going to have, they're going to, you know, throw hands for maybe a minute before Kevin Nash gets thrown over. But um, I'm saying that that spot's going to happen. Okay, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to our debut episode. Uh, next week, uh, we will be joined by Annie. We'll have a review for TakeOver and The Rumble. Uh, this is uh, Black Machismo, and uh, this is OJ here. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you again.